Blog Talk Radio.
Yo, what, what, yo Started type shit, 94 But so more fast Just a ten in the past, god Shine like gold rust on half on it Tank decline, lamps Over nine square, yeah Clothes on a hose, it shows y'all Check it up, yo Waking up about ten kids Let you go, baby. Don't stand in my life. 
name of Amen is supreme. They are all powerful. The one and only true Lord. And Amen we trust. And Amen we think. And in Amen we continue forward forever. Good evening. I'm your host, Intellectual Leader Mentari. If you see Mental Ed Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the real reason why pro-blacks don't want to leave blackness alone. Why do you want to leave blackness behind, I mean to say? The real reason why pro-blacks, pan-Africanists, this goes for your pan-Africans, a.k.a. your scam-Africanists, you know, the reason why you're pro-blacks, your pan-Africanists, your African-Americans, all the names we call these Negroes, all these black conscious people, the reason why they don't want to leave behind is because they're afraid that they will not have an identity in the world after that. Before I start and go into this deeply, can everybody hear me? Because I want you all to understand the mentality of these niggas. I want you to understand the mentality of these so-called black people. You see, and they don't even understand why they have this mentality. So that's y'all need to understand it so you know, you know why we get the pushback and the opposition we get when I talk about, you know, us just being what we originally, what we really are, what we originally are, what we appear to be, which is those copper colored people, those bronze people. I want to move our people, the intelligent ones of our people, the logical, the rational ones of our people, as to bronze men and bronze women. But, um, you know, as majority, of course, will em- still embrace blackness. Why is that? Because the so-called white men or the Caucasian white people, they are afraid you're pro-black and all the people who have accepted that they are black people, they are afraid that white people will not accept them, nor will they have a real existence anymore in this life if they're not black. In other words, black, you know, the the, the, the entire time of pro-blackness or the entire time of blackness ever since we stopped being started being called black people, we've been being paired with white people. You see, we've been paired as the opposite to white people, okay? It's a relationship thrown into, but and it's, and it's been an abusive relationship, as you can see. It's been a relationship of master, slave, pimp, hoe, you know, uh, um, every type of low-level connection you can think of between one who sees themselves as superior and one who sees themselves as inferior. That's the connection between black and white. But you know what? Black people don't want to break up. They don't want to leave that abusive relationship behind because whether you want to say it or not, black and white are connected. Black and white do have a relationship. Black and white are a couple. Black and white are a couple, and the intelligent ones, who are calling themselves black, they should want a divorce. They should want a divorce. See, when you give up being black, you're cutting the ties to whiteness. You see, when you give up being black, when you give up up being the opposite of these people, you're cutting the ties with them. You are cutting yourself away from these people because what connection do they really have with you when there's no more opposite? When there's no more opposing forces, nothing says nothing says opposing forces more like the, the the opposite of what you know these people are proclaiming themselves to be. You see, when white people started calling us black people, they were creating a polar opposite, a evil like an evil polar opposite to them, which is supposed to be the good. 
They were creating this evil polar opposite, evil polar opposite, this evil degenerate polar opposite that they wanted the world to believe is who we are. They wanted the world to see us as a bunch of evil, uh, 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 negative, degenerate people who are lesser and lower than white people. You see, that's what the whole mindset behind calling us black people was. In other words, we want to we want to stand up on we want to stand up and shine as white people, as Caucasians, as privileged people, but we gotta throw you niggas who don't look like us, who don't have the straight fur like us, who don't have the pale skin like us. We gotta throw y'all at the bottom of the heap. We gotta throw y'all at the bottom of the heap. You see, because you look vastly different to us. You see, you don't have nothing that relates to us. You don't have our same dog fur. You say you don't what we call in head, you don't have our same animal fur. You don't have our same recessive features. In fact, you have dominant ones, very dominant to where it scares us, all of us. You know, we can't have you around us. We can't have you receiving the same privilege as us. We have to make it look good to be one of us, to be in the white club. So if if you want to be in the white club, you know, you can't be, you can't look like you, your people. You can't look like your kind because we want to be seen as superior. We want to be seen as the real Americans. We don't want to be associated with you blacks, you see. We don't want to be associated with you black, you blacklisted people, you see. We don't want to be associated with you blacklisted people, the people who are going to be redlined, the people who are going to get the worst treatment in society, the people who are going to be treated like the scum of the earth. See, we don't we want to we want to teach our children to be born looking like these people, these black people. You see, we want to teach our children that they are supreme, that they are superior, that they are above and beyond, and that they have a system behind them that backs them up as white people. But even more important, we got to show them that you know you're you're blessed to be born white. You're blessed to be uh, you're highly favored as being white, and we all and we and, and, and you know the light the, the last thing you want to be is a black person. You don't want to you don't want to look like those people. You see, because those are the people who we got it out for. Those are the people who we designated that's going to get the bottom of the barrel. Those are the people who we don't want to accept into our society that we use them to help build. You see, we don't want that. We use these people as a, you know, as a, um, how I want to say that, we use these people as a foundation for us to stand on. You see, you can't have a top without a bottom. I told you that. You cannot have a top without a bottom. And you know what black people say? so-called black people, they said, I'd rather be in an abusive relationship and be known for being in an abusive relationship than leave that abusive relationship, break away from that polar connecting uh, 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 titus, and go on my own. You see, it's a, big, it's a big thing to walk away from blackness. That's a big thing. You see, notice none of these pro-blacks are saying that. They're not saying that part of the reason why we have the problems we have in the society is because we accept that terminology of black. We accept that terminology of black, so therefore we accept the bottom of the barrel. We accept and expect to be the bottom of the barrel and to be 
the uh, 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 footstool of anybody who's calling themselves white. You see, you take away black, that's like pulling the rug right out from up under these people. No more black people. What, they don't want to be called black? What? Hey, they don't like to be referred to as black? See, they got to get you to like being black. They got to get you to like, see, it don't go over well if they don't get you and wear that and accept and embrace that. You see, what 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 fun is having an opposing force if ain't nobody to oppose you? If there's nobody, if they, we're not going to play this game with you, well, we're going to be the bottom of the barrel anymore. We're not going to play this game where we're going to erase our ethnicity, erase our true heritage, erase our history, and, and, and take this fake black history and embrace it. Like I said, this is purely the damn matrix. This is the matrix where you got a bunch of people who walking around like zombies. You Negroes always come out, uh, don't drink the Kool-Aid, and y'all walking around and y'all brainwashed. The biggest brainwashing was to get us to accept that we were black people and call ourselves black people. I told you that mass that they used James Brown to produce that massive force of brainwashing when he did that say it loud, I'm black, and I'm proud. Say it loud, I'm black, and I'm proud. That was a program. I told you that James Brown was in bed with some people, and James Brown was a goddamn Luciferian. Even though I like his music, I ain't going to lie, James Brown got some funky-ass soul music. Yeah, he do. And like I said, you know, uh, um, it is what it is. But like I said, I truly I truly think that the beast used him to help program our people because they are not above using music, film, and all other kinds of media to program people. That's the, that's the best way to program people. That's the massive, mass programming tool. That's a, the media is a mass programming tool. You see, music, television, the best way was through music. They looked at who was popular amongst our people because think about this. Would James Brown all of a sudden get all black and proud before he was running around with some like some greasy, some greasy, conked out head coon? Then all of a sudden, here come the 60s and the 70s coming around, and all of a sudden, say, black, I'm black and I'm proud. He went into natural and he pushing the black thing. There's a guy that didn't want to be, had nothing to do with black or anything else. Now all of a sudden, you're pushing the black thing. That was by design. That was by design. That whole pro-black thing was a was really just a mind control thing to get us to accept ourselves or call ourselves black people and embrace that wholeheartedly. And like I said, they did it with the young. Like when the um the brother brought out, uh, somebody brought out about the Black Panthers. The Black Panthers was one of the biggest proponents of pushing that whole black thing to our people, pushing that whole black bottom of the barrel, accepting your place is black and we gonna constantly be going back and forth with white people and we're gonna be the we're gonna be the bad guys and they're gonna be the good guys and they're gonna be the top and we're gonna be the bottom. That's what they basically try to get you to accept. And like I said, a lot of these pro blacks they want that. Because and to them in their mind that is better than nothing. Because they think for now to call ourselves bronze people, to call ourselves ethnic American to break away from the whole black thing, the whole African-American thing, to sever that, that tie. Do you know how much of a big impact that would make? Do you know how many bells that would ring? How many – do y'all know how big that would be? If everybody tomorrow said, we ain't black no more, we ain't, we ain't dealing with the black thing no more, do you know how that, that would collapse that house of cards? That would help – that would be one of the first in breaking that, that leg that the beast stands on? helping to collapse that house of cards, because I told you before, 
there can only be a victim and there can only be a crime and there can only be a, 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 um, a, 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 a abuse or victimization when the victim agrees with being abused. Because I don't care how big and bad you are, if somebody decides they're not going to go along with the abuse no more and they ain't going to take it no more, then guess what? That takes the power out of the abuser. That takes the power out of the abuser. Like I said, a bully, a bully got to get you to go along with being punked. A bully got to get you. A bully don't want to fight you. A really, a bully don't really want to fight you. You know what I'm saying? They, because they, they down and whatnot, eventually you going to rise up. You say if you got anything, you won't want to fight that bully, and that once you fight that bully, he ain't gonna mess with you no more. He ain't gonna mess with you no more because he know every time he mess with you, it's gonna be a fight. And see, you mess up his whole plan of bullying you. See, now he don't get, he can't bully you no more. That was the whole thing to punk you, to bully you. He didn't want to fight you; he wanted to bully you. But he had to get you to accept your 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 role in this in this in this as a coward. You have to accept that you got to be afraid of him. You got to accept being a coward. You see, you got to accept being a coward. You see, that's what you got to accept. You got to accept that I'm, I'm a, I got to be a coward in order for me to for this person to be a bully. You got to accept it. You see, just like blackness, reason why the beast runs over you, does what he do to you, treat you the way he treats you, because you decide to be his bottom bitch when you accept it being black. You decide to be the bottom bitch in the relationship. You decide to stay in an abusive relationship when you decide to be black. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. You see, you decide to play the game with them. I mean, think about it. Your skin ain't even black, but they calling you black people. Make that make sense to me. Don't you see that the whole game was to make you the bad guys, make you the make you the scum of the earth? See, because in every society, in every society. The hierarchy, the people at the top, they need people at the bottom to spit on. They need people to they need people at the bottom to spit on, to talk crazy about, to say, see, the problem with the, this guy is these people right here, they're the problem. You see, they're the problem. People would do this for years. They would commit crimes and then hide behind black people and say black people did it because black people are always the favorite go-to in this country. Black people, oh, see, the welfare, oh, because we got well, high welfare because we black people getting all this welfare. Then come to find out, it's really white people getting all the welfare. It's really them. The only reason why it's about a crime because you black people did it. Then come to find out, crime is actually down, and the real ones that's committing all the crimes, the mass majority of crime, white people. That's fact. That came from the FBI. Go check that out. The FBI crime facts. Now you know they telling the truth. They had to go in and, and they had to, you know, they had to be truthful about that. But see, black is always the thing to hide behind. They are some black guy. Yeah, some black guy did this. And that's the favorite thing for white people. That that perks up the white police. That perks up their ears when they hear a uh, suspect is a black male. Their ears perk up. You see? They ain't the same when they hear a suspect is a white male. They're like, oh, okay. When it's a black male, their ears perk up. They got their guns drawn. They got the, 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 the Glock ready. You see, because think about that. If you hear about a black person, Think about how that sounds. A black person is committing a crime. A black person, that sounds like a creature or a monster is committing a crime. A black person. You see, that sounds like a creature or a monster, a creature from the Black Lagoon. Remember I said word association. 
word association, a negative word association with black, something shady, something nefarious, something dark. Now, see, if we go, if you flip that and go, when you go, oh, uh, these bronze, bronze man is doing this, bronze woman is doing that, you see how this thing, this thing is removed? Bronze man is doing this. Bronze man is, bronze woman is doing that. Bronze woman, ethnic American. You see, ethnic American man is doing this. Ethnic American woman is doing that. What if you describe that way? Don't they take the sting out of black? Don't they take the sting out? It ain't much they could do with that. See, black is a weapon that they use against us, and black people too stupid to get that. Black was meant to be a weapon to be used against you. And you still got these niggas out here talking about, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Black power, black, black, black. That was meant to be a weapon against you. And they've been using it as a weapon ever since you accepted that you were black people. They've been using it as a weapon. They done got a lot of, the Caucasians got a lot of mileage out of the word black. They got a lot of mileage out of that. That's why when you hear something about, even even when you hear about black males, teen black male youth, even when you hear that, let's just be for real, even when you hear that on the news or you heard about black teen, they just black, some person black, you probably was like, yeah, I hope they get this, I hope they get this black ass. You probably was probably like, I hope they get this black ass, because listen to how that sounds. I'm like some black person doing something. I'm like, yeah, get that black ass motherfucker. Get that black ass nigga. You're going to be like that, too. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like some creature. That sounds like some damn monster, some kind of animal. That's how they try to make us. They try to make us lesser and lower than them, made us the scum of the earth, made us monsters by calling us black people. But like I said, at the end of the day, these niggas who love, who who want to be noticed by black by white people who want to be who want to be noticed by white people who want to be uh, talked about by white people want to be they'll accept black they'll accept black they like I said that's their that's the that's the abusive relationship and the woman said I don't want to leave the abusive relationship because what I'm gonna do after I leave the abusive relationship that's the plantation well where we gonna escape where we gonna go really what black is black is fear. Black, black people, our people stick with being black out of fear, out of fear. Because if you ain't black no more, you know what these niggas going to say if you say you ain't black? Well, if we ain't black, then what are we? Really? Really? Well, we ain't black. What are we then? That's all. You don't know it. You don't, you, you don't see anything other than black. You really see a black person looking in the mirror. Yeah. See? Because they've been taught that. The white man who taught them that they were black, who's telling you that you black all the time on the news media, who calling you black people, African-American, whatever, whatever they calling you, of course, white people can't be wrong, see, because the, the problem they got with dropping black is white people used to calling you black people. They don't want to offend white people, but see, because you know how you know how black people are. White people say something. They don't, black people are going to go with it just because they don't want to, they got this hair trigger thing inside them where they don't want to correct or offend white people. Like a lot of black people are scared and trying to be scared of white people. You don't want to offend white people by telling them, look, I'm not a black man. You see, I'm not black. You see, no thank you. And they was trying to push that whole black thing. Even they was pushing that whole black thing really in the turn of the century. Turn When coming in the 20th century, that whole Negro thing and all, they was pushing that a little bit before the turn of the century. You know, colored, and they was trying to push it from colored to Negro to black. See, because when you hear colored, Colored don't even have the same effect as black people. Colored don't even have when they say colored people, they like most people are like, oh, the colors, yeah, the colors, they sing real good. 
when most of them, they be racist against so-called black people. But they was like, yeah, the color is there, color this and color. They was like, it was, it was, it didn't have as much, you know, sting to it. It didn't have as much, uh, uh, uh um, well, I want to say, it didn't have as much uh, of a fearsome sound to it or or a degenerate sound to it. It was calling us colored people. Not that I'm saying we should go back and call colored people, but I'm saying that uh, bronze people. Copper colored people, the bronze men and bronze women. I think that's an upgrade to be bronze men and bronze women. And again, that breaks that whole black and white thing. That means they got to go find some other people to make black. They got to, they, they, they can't, you know, they got it. Because again, I told you, I told you in this game, y'all really don't understand how deep this black and white game is and the people that control black and white. Because make no mistake about it, a certain people control black and white. Okay? A certain people who control black and white, all right? A certain people who don't consider themselves to be white. You, you, you follow what I'm saying? A certain people control the whole black and white narrative, okay? They're the ones behind that, the people who are really white, but they want you to believe they're not white. They want you to believe they're religion, right? And they're not really white. No, we're not white, you see? Well, question. How does how is it that y'all got y'all got pale skin? Y'all got the same dog fur like the other Caucasians. How is it that you not white? A religion don't make you white. So if Newton Mincare said, "Oh, well, we ain't black, then so it shouldn't be no problem." And I said, "We not black. That shouldn't be no problem." And I'm gonna just guy said, "The people I'm talking about, the Jews. Yeah, I am. They control that whole black and white thing. Why do I say that? Because in the whole narrative." Everything is narrative, right? Stories. Who controls the media? Who controls the media? Ain't nothing wrong with that. They control the media. So what? You see, the ones who do control the media, they control the whole narrative of black and white. They control that. Even your your most racist white people who back by the Republicans, all that, they can, the Jews control them too. They control those networks. And trust me, you don't never hear all them, them so-called whites. They don't never get up there and start um, barking. If they ain't gonna give, they'll talk all their little shit behind closed doors, you know. But they not gonna never get up there and say nothing bad about the Jews and media, your Caucasian wealthy Caucasians and all them. They not gonna do that. They not gonna do that. You see, they'll put a nigga like Kanye out there to do that. But I'm gonna address that on high and mighty talks. What he didn't say, because like I said, that what he said about the Jews was really lightweight and whack. What he should have said was, um, yeah, you know, black people need to be more like them. That's what Kanye should have said. But I'm gonna talk about that in the high and mighty talks in the next while Friday or Saturday. I'm gonna do another high and mighty. You see, they, he didn't say that. So when one when one group no longer wants to play the game. When one group no longer wants to play the black game, when one group says, I don't want to play this no more, guess what? The game is over. When one group don't want to play the black thing anymore, because that's the good, that's the victimization card there, you know, that, and that's the narrative. Oh, you see, these poor blacks, you know, these poor blacks, they're victims of, of racism and white supremacy, these poor blacks. You know, and you know who also pushes that story? White blacks, these um, pro-blacks. These so-called pro-blacks who serve these beats, they push this story too. Pro-blacks, they want to push that whole narrative of, oh, us pro-blacks, you know, see how they do us pro-blacks? See, us, us, all for that poor black shit, okay? 
Don't fall for the poor black thing. We ain't no poor black nothing. We don't have to be if we don't want to be. Niggas want to be cold black because, see, they'd rather be, they rather be cold black at the bottom than in the, in the eyes of the white man nothing. You see, because in the minds, unfortunately, of black people, if white people are not acknowledging you and they see that the only way they're going to acknowledge you is as black people or African-American, then black people whole lives over. You know, I heard these, uh, uh, I don't heard these Moors and all these niggas talking about, well, you know, if we don't say we black or more or whatever, well, we don't, uh, that wasn't the Moors. I ain't, let me take that out. Not the Moors. It was somebody else. Well, it was some pro-black. Well, if we don't say we black, then what are we then? Um, saying what you actually are. You know, it, it would make sense if you accepted that, you know, we these copper-colored Americans, the copper-colored people. Again, it makes sense that these are the copper-colored people who were the original Americans that had their land taken from them by these Europeans, these Caucasians who came here and started calling themselves America, and they just kind of re- tried to replace us and basically push push us into the black round, push us into darkness because they couldn't kill all of our people. So what did they do? They pushed us into darkness. They pushed us into blackness. They pushed us to the bottom so that – and they buried us under blackness. They buried us under blackness. It's like they threw us – it's like they literally threw us in a social ditch. They threw us in a ditch and threw a bunch of dirt on us, threw a bunch of dirt on us and buried us in blackness. Now we don't know who we are. We don't know our true history. We, we can only sit up here and believe what white people tell us. We can only believe what these white people tell us. You see, I told you, white don't have the sting it has. It doesn't have the pop. It doesn't have the fire it has unless it is unless it is over black. Unless it is over black. So I'm saying we don't want to be accepted by y'all. We don't want to be. We ain't looking for no fucking alliance. We ain't looking to have no black and white come together. Because, see, like I said, a lot of these pro-blacks, they, really, they really a bunch of sambos and coons. All pro-blacks are sambos and coons. They want that interaction of black and white together. That's why they don't mind staying black. Stay black, brother. Don't, don't, don't forget to stay black. A lot of these niggas that got them tagged, I come from these Caucasian Jews, man. All that stay black, shit, all that black power, black. This, who was, hey, and again, who was doing all the writing for black people in movies and 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 and, and um in the Hollywood? Who was doing all that writing, all that all that black stereotypical bullshit? Like Norman Lear, like Norman Lear, who this Sambo Coon, uh, 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 um, Byron Allen, he gonna do some griot awards, which supposed to be some kind of black award, and he get he get he doing some award on some griot channel, and he giving Norman Lear one of the first awards. He giving Norman Lear. One, one, the first for, for for putting on the Jeffersons and and, and and good times and all the stereotypical black people shit, all the Sambo Coon shit. I mean, let's just be real. A lot of that stuff was a bunch of Sambo Coon, and it was even worse than that. John Amerson said it was even worse than that. The time he wanted, they wanted black people to be, you know, so-called black people to be a bunch of goddamn minstrel show coons. Yeah, Norman Lear's a racist Caucasian Jew. Yes, he is. Yes, he is, and yes, he did rob Eric Monty, the real creator of the so-called black man. Yes, he is. Yes. You see, so when you say stuff like that, when you say stuff like, oh, yeah, these people perpetuated 
the whole black thing and the whole black stereotypical thing. Hell, they wrote it, the whole watermelon and chicken and, and all that. They'll see somebody doing something. Oh, see, see that one black one of them niggas like you, watermelon and chicken and, and laughing and sitting around sleeping all day, chucking and jiving. That's all written by Caucasians. Caucasian Jews to be exact, just and white racist, white, white, whitey, white, all that's written by them too. They write the narrative to who you are as a people. They write that narrative. You see? See, and they get to sit they get to sit in the middle and say, see, I'll, see, we're we're not white and we're definitely not black. We're we're just Jewish. The ones who do that. I'm not talking about the whole all Jews. I'm not talking about all of them. But they but they know what it is. Cause I can't, I don't get into, I don't get into, um, I, I don't, I can't say the guys wearing the black hats and the, and the little beanies, all of them are into that. Cause I can't say that. Why I can't say that is because, you know, again, that's a small group of people, and, and I said because a small group of people can only be this effective to work something like that. You see, that's just a small group of people, as opposed to the mass, and they're not even a big mass of people, but they all on code together and they work together. They all on code here. Yeah, they work together. You see, but the lower, the lower level ones, the ones you see out in black and white, like I said, they, I, I can't, I can't attribute that to them. They don't even know what the hell you're talking about. It's a high level. They, you know, those ones, they come out of those communities. You see, to be seen, even if it's in a low, a lower and lesser light, they want to be seen. You see. They want to be seen. When Malcolm X, I had to bring this back to Malcolm X. When Malcolm X came out the Nation of Islam, one of the things, one of the thing, quick things he said when he just put out the Nation of Islam, he knew he wasn't coming back or they weren't going to let him back in. Oh, I, I don't subscribe to none of the things that the Nation of Islam was saying. I, I'm ready to work with other black leaders. I'm ready to work with, in other words, I sold out. Uh, I'm ready to be black. I'm ready to embrace blackness and pan-Africanism you know, and, and be an asset to the Caucasian Jews and whatnot. And that's why I'm going to just grow a beard and start talking this Pan-African bullshit, which they own. You see, raw and uncut. I'm going to start just talking this Pan-African bullshit and start wearing dashikis and a beard and, and, and talking all this nonsense. And black power, black pride, and black, black, black. I'm going to get on the black program because it's money and pushing blackness to niggas. That was the money. If you was a poet, Listen, if you was a poet, if you was a musician, if you was an activist uh, or a so-called black con- uh, speaker and you got on the black train, there was money in it for you. You know, you got plugged in with certain people. You can influence that whole black mindset in our people, that whole black mindset where everything is back and forth with white people. Yeah, see, the man, this, that, that. And the man, this, that, mean the white man. And the man, this, that, and the third. So you playing into that role. And that's who shaped our mind up for blackness for the last 40 or 50 years. That's who's been shaping our mind and getting us to accept blackness, getting us to accept the bottom of the barrel, getting us to accept this victimization role. And you know what? A lot of black people, they, they cool with that. They, they cool with that. A lot of you so-called pro-black, because why wouldn't they? Why does it shake them to the court and say, hey, yo, listen, um, we ain't black no more. We ain't doing the black thing no more. We copper-colored people. We're going to stand up as the copper-colored people, the copper-colored Americans, the, the copper-colored sea. We're going to stand up as those people. That's who we're going to be. We're going to stand up as the copper-colored races, okay? That's who we're going to be, okay? That's simple as that. 
We're going to stand up as a copper-colored race, as bronze men and bronze men. We're going to stop this black and white shit back and forth, all this black and white, black and white. Because after a while, I told you, black and white, black and white against means, you know, black and white is together. Against is together. Like I say, get up against the wall. Once you get up against the wall, you're together with the wall. So black and white are together. Black and white are together. Okay? Why you think, you know, and it's always pushed that way. It's always pushed that way as black and white together. Because in this society, they teach that you have to bring together polar, polar opposite forces. You have to bring them together, thus the gray race. Because you ever notice when, when, they, when they create this taboo of black and white, black, oh, that's taboo, black and white to being together, that's taboo. You know you're going to have a lot of people that's going to want to, you know, embrace that taboo. You're going to have a lot of people that's, you know, oh, I'm black. Oh, I got to get me a white girl. Oh, I'm a black woman. I'm going to get me a white boy. You know, because I know it's wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's the polar opposite. I'm all about, bring, you know, um, bringing, bringing together the opposite. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. But that's what they do. That's what they get you to do. They want you to bring together the opposite. Like I said, these niggas don't mind being black because, like I said, that position in life is a bottom-of-the-barrel position. You see? They need that whole black thing to keep the whole white thing going. You can't have black without white. You can't have white without black. They need that to keep it going. They need you Negroes to invest in blackness. They need you to keep talking about red, black, and green. You know, cause while the white man is being red, white, and blue, they need you niggas to be red, black, and green. Okay? They need you to be red, black, and green. While he being red, white, and blue, you see, and, and basically using your colors, because the red, the, the red, and the blue, and the gold, and, and, and even we use some white, but like I said, it was more like red, blue, and gold. You know, you niggas keep being, you keep being African. You keep being black. You keep being the bottom of the barrel like I want you to be. You keep on doing that while I go ahead and be American. I'll go ahead and take on your identity. I'll go on and take over uh, 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 America, the continent of America, and, and claim that this is a white people's country. You know, this is a white man's country, even though black people built it. You see, even though you niggas built it, but it's still our country because we just use you niggas as tools. Like we always use you black people as tools. We use you as tools of racism. We use you for tools of manipulation. We use you as tools to get things done. We use you as whatever tool we want. We just, we use you as a scapegoat to blame on you. We use you as a scapegoat to blame everything on you, the economy going. You know, we use everything. That, that, it's the black people doing it. That was the favorite thing they used to do in the 60s and the 70s when these Caucasians decided they wanted, especially in the 70s and the 80s, they used to do that a big time. They had these Caucasians in the Midwest and places like that. They flipped the hell out and decided they wanted to murder their whole damn family. You see, like, like, like these white people do. They flipped the hell out one day and decided they want to murder their whole damn family. Oh, a black guy did it. You see, it was a black man. A black, and you already know in the minds of everybody, they're going to believe that. Because look, you the big black monster. You niggas, you the black black people as a race, y'all represent the big black monster. You represent this big black ass monster that's coming to get everybody. That's why white people when they see they they the white woman clutching her handbag, you don't even hope she ain't got shit in her bag. Don't want nothing out of her bag, old raggedy ass white prune face, 
uh, a cracker woman grabbing her damn bag. You know, they seeing you, they, they looking at you like, you know, because, again, you're promoted as big black monsters. You're promoted as the degenerate, the low-life, these niggers, these black-ass niggers, and these black monsters, these black-ass niggers. And you know what y'all say? That's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be that. Yeah, I'll be that. I'll be that for you. Meanwhile, these are the real monsters right here. And y'all, y'all getting y'all y'all constantly getting attacked by the monster. You you the ones that are getting attacked. You would think the way they talk about so called black people, you would think that it was the opposite way around. That we enslaved them, we raped them, we they, we we enslaved them, we raped they women, we we stole their children. You you would think we did all that to them the way they treat us, right or wrong. You would think the way the way the way the way they treat us and talk about us and act like we the worst people on the planet, you would think that we did all that to them. You see? Why did why do they get to say that? Why do they get the world to believe after everything we've been through, why is it that everybody still hate us? After everything we've been through, the Asians hate you, the whites, the Caucasians hate you, the Asians hate you, the East End, everybody hates you. You would think that we we did all this stuff on the planet. We raped, we took, we went into people's societies and raped people, and, and we forced people, and we beat people unmercifully. We feed, fed their babies to alligators and stuff like that, all kinds of stuff. You would think we did that to them, the way they, they, they treat us. But why is it that white people are not looked at that way? Why is it that white people are not looked at as goddamn monsters? Why they not looked at as monsters? Because they white, because that term white. Don't you get, see, word association, word association. White sounds real pleasant. White, when you think about white, you think about pleasant days, clear days, and things like that. You think clear, and, you know, when you think white. So under that guise of white, you could do all kinds of degenerate shit. You see? You could do all kinds of degenerate shit under white. You could be the nicest person as a black person, but you're still black. See, word association is everything. You could be the nicest person, square dealing and everything else. Look at that Jeffrey Dahmer movie, which I'm going to break down that Jeffrey Dahmer movie. That Jeffrey Dahmer movie shows you clearly um, the mindset of white people and that terminology of white and black. The black guy said in the Dahmer movie, you know, even though it's full of just a bunch of degenerate shit, that Dahmer movie is just full of degeneracy, but... You know, I'm watching. It's pretty decent. I'm, it kept my. It's keeping my attention. I'm still watching it, but I'm gonna have my analysis on that because it was just what I suspected. You know, more, 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 more promoting black males as sodomites. You know, promoting black females as bed wenches, but more importantly, promoting Jeffrey Dahmer still as some sort of some sort of uh, sick pop star, as as a kind of a pop star. Look, looking at him as a goddamn, they kind of, they kind of idolize him. Looking at Jeffrey Dahmer like he's a damn pop star. You see, he's some kind of interesting mega pop star who, who was a damn. Not, not that he's a degenerate. Not that he's an animal. Not that he's a damn freak. Promote him. But you see how? And now you notice on the, on the, on the, um, on the, um, on the advertising for the Dahmer movie, they got this light over him like he's some sort of, like he's some sort of higher being or something like that. that that gold like gold yellowish light over him you see that how they promote the movie they promote him like he's some kind of god or something y'all don't see that how you know, some gold aura over him you see and the guy said in the movie when he went to the police 
He said, um, when he told he told um told the police Jeffrey Dahmer drugged him, and he I don't know how true it is, but probably so. I'm pretty sure it's all accurate for the most part. He said Jesse Dahmer went um um drugged him, and I, I'm pretty sure this is probably all the stuff. Come on, they didn't tell you back before that um there was one black dude that got drugged by Jeffrey Dahmer, and he went and he got away, and um you know and um. And he went to the police and said, yeah, this guy drugged me and this and the third and blah, blah, blah. And they was like, oh, well, you know, um, you sure you weren't drunk? And they really didn't want to mess with it because, you know, um, they said, well, this guy's been in jail for doing something. He said, well, you shouldn't go. The white police tell him, well, you shouldn't go and accuse the guy because just, just, just cause you got arrested because you got arrested for something. You should know that just because you get arrested for something don't mean you did anything. And the black dude looked at him like, I've never been arrested. He said, and he said, and he said, so let me get this straight. You saying because he, you gonna take the word of a white boy who got locked up for doing this stuff, who was arrested for doing it, you gonna take his word over somebody who don't have a record because I'm black. And the police didn't say nothing, but what he was showing, what they were showing you is, and what people missed is, word association. Black is always wrong. Black is always going to be wrong. White will always be right. White will always be right. Black will always be wrong. Simple as that. Black is dark, nefarious. It represents death. They took a word and associated it with us. And you know what? Like I said, black people, they rather keep that association because, like I said, it's like it's like a, it's like a nigga that's go go and get in a movie. And, and be a Sambo and a coon in the movie, and he want to be down in the movie so bad, he'll play the Sambo, the coon, and the buck dancer and all that, rather than say, I don't want to be in this movie. That's, that's, the, that's black people. Black people want to be in the movie and the production of white people, and they don't mind being coons and they don't, they don't mind being coons and Sambos and, and, and whatever, and, and under blackness, they don't mind being that as long as they could be in the movie. But what about the people that don't want to be in the movie no more? What about the people that want to uh, form their own production, want to go on their own, want to be another people, want to be a next people, be who we really are? What about those people? Black people, oh, no, I don't know. You know, like you hear these niggas say, well, you, I hear you. You ever hear these niggas call in here and say, that, this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 Newbin. I hear what you're saying, but, you know, if, you, if the white man say you black, then you gonna, they pull you over and the police say you a black man, you a black man. You, you ever, ever ever heard anything so ridiculous? Pull me over and say I'm a damn I'm a damn Martian. I'm supposed to be I'm a Martian then. What the hell difference do it make what they say or what they don't say? I know what I'm not and I know what I'm not going to be answering to. That's more important. It's all about you and severing your tie with blackness and finding your own path as a people. That's what it's about. But y'all ain't worried about that. You worried about how it's going to look to white people. Whether you're going to offend them. You worry about offending white people. That's why niggas don't want to stop being black because it's going to offend white people. We put a lot into we put a lot into you niggas. I mean, you you black people and whatnot. Now y'all don't want to be black now. Oh damn, y'all don't want y'all ethnic American. What what is this? Oh y'all niggas don't want to be black now. You see, that's what they afraid of. Afraid of the white man talking. They they say that the white man says oh, um um. Fill out this thing. You're black, right? No, I'm not black. Uh, what do you mean? You trying to run some kind of scam? No, I, I don't identify as a black man. I do not. Well, what is this? Some kind of scam or something like that? Well, wait a minute. 
Why is it that the Caucasian Jews, why they don't have to identify as white? They'll tell you they're Jewish. They'll say they're not white. And they got the right to say that, and they don't, and they don't when they fill out something, they ain't putting down Caucasian. They might. Who knows? But they don't identify as white. And if they do, it's only because they want to utilize the system for something. But they don't, they don't identify as white. You ask a Jew now, you're white. They'll tell you, no, they're Jewish. You see, even in Caucasian, that's the most that's the most craziest shit I ever heard in my life. You look just like you shaved that beard off your face, half dollar, and y'all look just like any other white man. The Jews look like any other Caucasian, but they they ain't white. They get to say they ain't white. But if you say you ain't black, and that really, and you and your skin is not even black, oh, you want to do what is this some kind of scam? They ready to lock your ass up? He's trying to run. I I think they're trying to run some kind of scam. You see, they don't want to say they're black. He's saying he's not black. My skin is not black. That makes sense. The white man can say, I'm Jewish. I'm not, I don't consider myself white. Oh, okay. No problem. But they want to, they want to fit into the production. They want, they want into production. Let me take a call. 602. Peace. All right. So, you know, I, I hear what you're saying as far as, um, not being black and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think I've talked to you in short detail about, you know, the Moore thing. And, you know, I'm I'm not the greatest proponent for that, so to speak, because some people say, okay, well, the Moors were the ones that uh, subjugated our people or conquered our folks here in this land and, you know, started colonizing before the, the pale faces started colonizing. But when you do the, the legal procedures, that's like, as it stands right now, the only remedy, like, for real, for our only remedy for our people as a whole is coming out of that black status politically and legally and into the status of, like, like for say, okay, just as an example, I have an uncle. He's a Moor, okay? He's a declared Moor, whatever you want to call it. But in addition to that, he changed his his political his, his however you identify yourself as as white, so he's actually a white man, okay? Politically and legally, he is a white man, and so if ever he were to get pulled over for whatever reason, or you know, questioned by so-called authorities and that type of thing, he has identification that shows these people, these Albions, whatever you want to call them, that. He is not under their jurisdiction whatsoever. He does not participate in this commercial or corporate uh, United States crap. And he is a white man. And it literally has been a success for him. I've seen it with my own eyes. So why is it that we are not having that, that type of conversation, especially since you're talking with so much passion about our people not being dumbasses, being black? All right, let me show you something. If it was that simple, right? Because I don't see videos. I guess you're saying I don't see videos where a lot of these Moors have declared themselves Moors and that they're not black and things like that, and they still got pulled into courtrooms and and and, and, and locked up and had things done against them. See, because a lot of times, you know, our people see power as basically the white man not bothering. That's power to you, that you don't get a parking ticket, that you that they don't pull you over, that they don't harass you. 
Y'all see that? It's power. Do you really think that's power? I, I Okay, I don't think that's the fullness of power, but I think that that's a step in the right direction so to white, get the motherfuckers off your back. No, that's not power. See, you see, this is what the problem is with being black. This all goes back to being black again. Still playing the goddamn game. Black, white, what you want to call it. We're not playing games. Your uncle's playing games, okay, because we ain't doing the black or white thing. Let me, let me finish what I'm saying. We're not doing the black or white thing. It ain't about what they think about us. It's about what we say about ourselves and what we install in the minds of our children in reality. The Moorish thing don't work because, number one, we're not in Morocco, okay, and nobody's going to study a religion called Islam, which is for Caucasian or whatever the case may be. We stand up as what we really are. The reality of who we are as ethnic Americans, this is our country. We came into this country from the south of America, from Central America. We are carbon, we are um, copper-colored people. That is our true identity. That is how we look as copper-colored people. So we are described in the 1828 Merriam-Webster Dictionary as such, as the copper-colored races who inhabited America were the original people or the so-called aboriginal people, the original people of this land before the Caucasian. That right there tells you who we are. We had a better chance of standing on that. I'm talking about as a people. The hell with the law. The hell with the law. Because, again, the problem with black people is y'all don't want to, black people don't want to apply law in order to themselves, to the community, but you worry more about trying to fit into the law of Caucasian. The real law should be set as a community amongst our people, as ethnic Americans, codes of conduct and things like that. That's the power. Not trying to fit into some bullshit system of these Caucasians and I'm, I'm going to be white now, I'm gonna, and I'm going to just do it so I can get them off my back for a traffic ticket or a stop, or they won't be frisking me or whatever the case may be. Nine times out of ten, if they did that with your uncle, they probably like this. I'm going to show you how the, how the white man mind works. Because y'all really believe that, oh, they're not messing with you because you're more. And that's not why. They looking at you. They're probably seeing your uncle with the little red hat on and whatever the case is. They know he ain't probably affiliated with no gang shit and no black stuff and not like he's just he's a good Negro. He wants to be like us. Let him go. That's their mentality. They they don't give a shit about no treaty. You really believe that? No, I don't think they give a shit about treaties. Now what I they don't care about none of those titles, Negro brother. They don't care about none of that. That's all game. Well, what I'm saying is this, but Nubin, what I'm saying is this, like, we were the original free white people, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just like Bro. how they took our American, no, for real, just like they took our American title, like, they've, take, they've basically taken everything that we did and have flopped identities. You know what I'm saying? So, that right there is, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what else to say. We were, no, we were not no original white people, bro. That's some idea they made up. That's some idea they came up with. When we going to stop playing games with these people? We the original Americans. That word came from us. When we going to stop trying to play games? I hate when black people say this shit about, oh, see, brother, you got to play the game. I'm not saying you, but when, when black people do this, oh, see, brother, see, you got to play the game, brother. See, you got to know how to deal with these white people. You got to know how to play. We ain't playing no games. Niggas like to play games and whatnot. They don't only want to get played. You ain't playing no games with no, them. Really? They don't care. Well, let me just say this. For sure. Let me just say this. Let me say this. Why is it important to worry about what they, what they consider you in their law? Why is that even important? 
Okay, so they say you have to be in your proper person. If you're not in your proper person as a Negro, black, color, African-American, all that bullshit, then you're under their jurisdiction. So actually you are playing the game if you got that damn, uh, what, uh, that just like you said before, one of your podcasts, you got you wearing their name, you got their damn social security number, okay? You got an address instead of domicile, you know, stuff like that, you know. It's just, and then they they get into this this heavy thing about the UCC code, you know. So basically, their religion really ain't no religion. They're just trying to figure out the science of how this whole system is operating, so that they don't fall under the jurisdictional ownership of these these Caucasians. And There's I understand no that, but if, if, I, if I were to take it a step further, I would be like, you know what? We ain't got no damn military as a people, so what What the fuck are we going to be able to do anyway? Uh, you know what I'm saying? If we don't have a military to protect our people and further our people, what are we going to do? Black, let me tell you something. What military? Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. If black people had a million guns, a billion guns, and they could take over America and set up another government and whatnot, how long do you think that would last as black people? Exactly. You mean you, we we no, you mean we massacre each other. That's what you're really saying. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The minds of our people are messed up because they are black. Playing games, black and white and all that other stuff, that is still playing games with these people. That's all games. You see, and this is the problem. Black people haven't grown up and they still want to play these games. This black and white nonsense. All that law stuff and all that status stuff is a load of BS, okay? Because the white and all that treaty stuff and what they acknowledge and what they not going to do and all that other stuff, that's a load of BS, bro. That's, again, if, if the Moors want to think, well, it helped me not get a traffic ticket. It helped me not get pulled in the court. It helped me not, oh, yeah, until you do something that they'd be like, oh, we, we can't let this go. You a nigga now. Can't let this go. You see, they know that's why I say we need a military. Like if we if we were in our right mind, we need a military to be able to protect our people on our on our path of a quality of life. We don't have nobody to fend for us. As a matter of fact, we'd rather go to war and fight for these niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. So seriously, how we can't we can't win for losing. So. That just goes to show you what I said. The problem is not us. So how's fighting them going to fix anything if the problem is us? Thank you. What I'm saying, Nubin, is this. If I have a family, and I understand what you're saying. You know I respect you. I have a, if I have a family and I'm the man of the house, I have the ability to protect the people I'm responsible for. So if we have a whole bunch of men in our community that ain't being fucking men, we are basically uh, road to the lion. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. motherfuckers is just so soft, so we can't protect each other. So if we can't protect each other, then we are going to be subjugated. We're going to be enforced upon, you know, our the, the will of the occasions and all the mother niggas, all these animals you talk about, we're going to be under their thumb under they will at all times because we don't have any type of remedy as far as because you have to be able to protect if you can't protect you can't do shit mm-hmm. you know that new when you work in law and school. i heard and i heard and i heard you but let me say something so the problem is because i'm a problem solver the problem is us right right 
The problem is us. We agree on this, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Okay, and why do you think that is? Because we're lost. Yeah, you're lost because they convinced you to be black people. Just like they convinced you that their law really means something. Their law and their law, see, law only means something when people are willing to obey it. That's the only time law means something. Law don't mean something if people ain't willing to obey it. They, right. It doesn't. Facts. Now, people, let me, let me finish what I'm saying. You see, when people quit playing law, playing games, well, I'm going to give you a good example of what I'm saying. When I was talking about the Jews, what do, where do they fit into this whole black and white thing? Where do you think they fit in? They don't. And this whole, and this whole, let, me, let me ask you this. Where do the Jews fit into this whole thing of uh, a classification as white and things like this and, 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 and uh, um, the UCP codes and all this sort of stuff? Where do they fit into that? Sure, they're, at the top, they're at the top of the food chain. And why is that? Because they're together. And why else? Because they have the power to delegate to basically all facets of society, you know, uh, why? government. Uh, why? Because, why? like I said, they're united on one front. And they, that's they, not they, the they only reason. Just that's like, not just, the reason. Okay, just like you said, that's they convince the, a- the whole world that they're powerful. How about that? They convince the whole world that they're the powerful ones. You know, no, that's not the answer. I'm going to tell you the real answer. You ready for the real answer? Yeah, they together. That's one, but that's not the real thing because – what keeps them together? You want the real answer? They don't play games like niggas do. They don't play games like crackers do. Y'all playing games. See, they don't acknowledge none of that black and white shit. They're the only one that's dealing with reality. They don't, they'll tell you they're not white. They'll tell you they're not white. They don't play the game. See, niggas play the game and they get played. That's what I'm talking about. So what your uncle did, all that white stuff, and I'm yeah, he went to the court, and he said that he wanted to be white. And he, it worked for him. Okay. He ain't got. He ain't. They ain't gonna. They ain't gonna bother him and whatnot. They probably ain't gonna pull him over. They probably give him whatever. It don't. It listen. They don't play the game. He don't. That's he don't pay for going. electricity. He don't pay for. He don't pay for water. Let me let me say something. Let me say. Let me finish my thought. They don't play the game. This is why they control the game. Because they don't play the game. You see, it's like. It's, let me explain to you. It's like how the mob. How the mob. And, and, and the Italians and the Jews, they controlled all the gambling and stuff, right, and, and Las Vegas and all this other stuff. But they'll tell you straight up, Maya Lansky, who, who was a top Jewish gangster, he told you, yeah, you know, if you're smart, don't gamble, don't play the game. He said, because, see, the, the people like myself who control it, we already know the odds against you. That's why I don't play the game. See, Nubin and Kari's don't play the game. So then what do you do as far as your paperwork? What do you put down on all your documents? Be, be one hundo. Ethnic American. Ethnic American. I don't trust my black. I'm not a black man. And ain't nobody going to make me say that. I'm not a white man. Ain't nobody going to make me say that. I put down who I really am. You see, reality is the, is the greatest weapon and the greatest power of all. You see, when black people stop playing bullshit games like this and like what your uncle did, then they'll realize that. 
Not so playing what are you going to go court? Play, you going, are you going to have? Let me make this clear. Let me make this clear. Not playing with them. Not playing with these crackers. Not playing with them. Playing these games with them. I say what it is. That's what it is. See, black people can't speak for that authority because they still playing the game of being black people. They playing the game of this status thing. They playing the thing of this whatever they want to declare themselves. They still playing the game. That's why they keep being played. So if you – right. So question for you. So if you were to be in court, would you have a lawyer? Would you have somebody uh, speaking on your behalf because we're considered – a minor, minor. Not, I'm not talking about black minority. I'm talking about, you know, a minor. You don't know law. You're not in your proper person. So, how would you go about if you were in court, or if somebody from the republic was in court? How would you go? How would they go about that? I'm just being, I'm just being as frank and transparent. Oh, we as avoid possible. court like we avoid, we avoid court like the plague. We avoid court like the plague. We don't go to court. Yeah, I know. We don't. Ruben, but let, it, me, let me, let me, let me explain. To that, you asked me a question. I'm gonna explain to you. We don't we we don't we don't deal with court. We don't deal with law enforcement. We don't deal with we don't play the game. See, all that's a game. We don't commit crimes, so we don't have no purpose of being court for anything. Now, if it's a, if it's a business thing, I'll give me a beggar to give me a business lawyer, but I don't have no reason to be in court for anything. We don't commit crimes. That's what black people do. They got they got to come up with plans on how they're gonna get over on a fucking traffic ticket or how they're gonna get on this child support. We don't play them type of games. We don't go to court. Okay. I just wish this was all so simple, but it's not. It is very you simple. Know, See, the problem is, no, 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 no. The problem is, as a black man, it's complicated to you. That's why. That's no, why I don't consider myself. And I wouldn't listen to you but, if I but you do. I'm going to tell you why you do. I'm going to tell you why you do because you still think that you're supposed to play the game of black and white. And all this other nonsense. No, I don't. These are games. These are games. This is the matrix. These I are know, games. Nubin, I know that. I'm just asking I'm questions then, then as an OG. Thing. So the thing is, how do you manipulate and how do you get past the games if you don't play them? Right. Simple, but very complicated to people who don't, who mind don't go to. I'm not again, no disrespect to you, but I don't play no, these things. I don't, I, I don't, I don't do these things. We don't do these things, so we don't have these problems. Yeah, because I mean, I, I know for a fact, like if you know, and it's not just about getting pulled over and having a remedy. It's just like you know, them niggas gonna pull you over and then they are gonna act like they's your lord. And your master and your God, you know, because they that's got you the, under their no, jurisdiction no, 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 with no, no, their no, no, damn no, no, paperwork. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. They not acting like your they your lords and your gods and your masters. Black people think of them as their lords, their gods, and their masters, and all they're doing is enacting what it is black people already think already. Black people believe that they ain't got to push that. Black people already believe it. Remember I did the broadcast a couple of days ago. I said black people really worship white people. That's their God. God oh, is yeah. no Absolutely. God in the sky. White people are gods. The white people, the white race, this is a Greco-Roman society, okay? This is a Greco-Roman society. And in the Greco-Roman society, all white people are gods. Jesus, all, all of them are gods. People have bought into that. 
Right, right, right. That's why y'all think y'all got to play the game of the God, of the people that you worship. We don't play that. And see, when you and when you carry that vibration, that aura, let me finish something. When you carry that aura and vibration, where power don't play, when we really don't fuck around and we're not playing no games for real, be it life or death, we're not playing. We don't get that type of energy. Black people, right. black people don't want to play the games. Niggas are folly. Niggas are niggas are niggas are about folly and games. Okay? Absolutely. Yep. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, I'll wait for the thirty minute break. See, again, like I was saying, I hope I wasn't being too hard, but I'm keeping it real, man. You see, when you keep a vibration you keep it solid into the street, man. You keep it real, all the way real. You stand on something for real, for real. You don't really get that type of energy from people playing games with you. You see, I told you this whole black and white thing is nothing but a game that the white men, these Caucasians play on niggas, man. It's just a game. Oh, you're going to go to court. You're going to declare you white. Oh, you white? Oh, you want to be white? Okay. Okay. That's just the games they play, man. You see? It's games, just like slavery was a game, you see, a game of life. Yes, very, but again, our people weren't serious, you see. Our people weren't serious. You know how when you play a game, people keep playing with you and whatnot, and they, they, they slap by some of you and you knock the shit out, and you go, oh, these niggas ain't playing. They, oh, they ain't playing. They don't carry that vibration, that aura of playing. Life is serious. Our lives are serious, and we don't play with our lives, and we don't play with these people, and we ain't going to have nobody fucking playing with us. We don't need no military for that. We don't need no military because most of the military, they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of punk asses. Most of these people are military they punks. they cowards. Most of these gangs, and, they punks and cowards, man. You know, how, you know how the beast do more damage when he's sending one op, he's sending one op, in the Mission Impossible, I'm going to show you something about military and soldiers and army. Who does the most damage? The beast show you military going in and stuff like that. And see, so you just like you, you know, black people don't pay attention to nothing. Who does the most damage? The one man that the beast sends in to kill somebody, to kill a few people and whatnot, and get rid of a people, or a whole military? Who does the more damage? Who, who has the more impact? That one man they send them when they make the Mission Impossible movies and things like that, when they send their spies in and whatnot. Because if it was just that if it was just that easy, why don't they send the military in to get somebody? Go out? No, they send spies in to go get person because that one person is more effective. Is working single file or a small group of people are more effective than a huge huge army of people. Show you the white man. Show you how much he don't even take his army seriously. What do you got in the army? A bunch of faggots and lesbians. Faggots and lesbians and midgets, he take anybody in the army. So what does that shit really mean? They'll take anybody in the army. You see, they'll take anybody in the damn police force nowadays. The small people that you don't see behind the scenes, that's the real people. That's about that. You see, who about that business for real? The people that you don't see behind the scenes. It ain't the people out front coming to the military and all that. That don't mean nothing, man. That don't mean nothing. You see, that's 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 how they that's how they really do damage. They sending them secret crews. 
they're always small groups because they're more effective and they do more damage. You see, that see because the whole thing and anything is to do a lot of damage but do and make less mess. You see, simple as that. See, we gotta we, again. Niggas always claim they read Sun Tzu and the Art of War and all this other stuff. Life, life. When you're serious, you recognize life as a warrior that you're moving through a battlefield. Your life is a battlefield. People you deal with, people you weren't about to white man. You got niggas out here, grimy niggas will set you up and do something to you. You weren't talking about the military. These grimy niggas here, you really gonna get a military with these niggas? Really? No. They minds ain't on that level. You know, their minds are not on that level to be, so you need black people against you because black people want to be down with white people. The black people will go against their own black brothers because they want to really be down with white people. I told you the Black Panther Party, they only came about because it was a bunch of disgruntled young black people who wasn't getting put into down in the college system. They would experience racism because they really wanted to get, they really were going to job, the college to get jobs for white people, to get jobs for the white man. A lot of them were going to college to get jobs, and wanted, they wanted to fit within society, within Caucasian society. But when they found out that, oh, education ain't going to get it, that's when they got all, you know, and you still black whether you got an education or not, whether you got a master's degree, a doctor's degree, that's when they became the baddest black motherfuckers on the planet, the black Panthers when they got rejected by the white man, when they was like, oh, we want to walk around in society with our guns out and we want to open carry and all that, they still want to play the game, man. That's people who want to play the game. Notice some people are sold out, right? Mass majority sold out. Games, man. Games. You see? You got to see, our people have to be wise enough not to play games and fall into traps. You fall into traps when you play games. I never learned, and I, and I, and I, you know, I, um, it was the reason why I never was interested in playing all kinds of games like card games, board games, and chess and checkers. I used to play a little bit with my father, but I, I'm, you know, I, I, I just think too far ahead. I think too far ahead. You see, that's my mindset. I always think too far ahead. You see. Like I said, you see, like I, I gave you the example of the Jews. Now, when I said that to the brother, he was perplexed. I said, "What? They, why? Don't, I said, what game do they play? What part do they play in the game? They don't play no games. They live their life, and they are focused on something, accomplishing something as a people. If Kanye wanted to say something about the Jews, he should have said, yeah, black people need to be more like them. The nigga should have said. He shouldn't have been sitting around here chastising them because you ain't had no problem. And I'll talk about that on High and Mighty Talks. Because I, I got my thoughts about that, him and him, what he said about the Jews. Everybody's so blown away by that. You see, that ain't help all people. Like I said the other day, that didn't help all people. You see, all that did was put that whole us against them mentality. And it shouldn't be no us against them. It should just be us, period. Us, period, and nobody else. With niggas, it's us and them. Because really, you start to find out that after being around these niggas, they, they, the, the uh, us, the black us, they really want to be down with them. And, and just be around them long enough, they'll let you know they really want to be around them. All this, yeah, I'm super black and black this and black that. Remember, in the immortal words of your man, what's your man, uh, Mister Super Black, the Elder, uh, uh, uh Dick Gregory. You say, uh, yeah, I know me, I'm super black, I'm pro black, I'm super black, but I want to come back as a white man. 
But they just so lucky. There you go. There you go. Right back.
I don't want to clap. I don't want to be aligned with y'all, period. I don't. I don't want to be aligned with black or white. How about that? That's how serious I am. I don't want to be aligned with neither one of y'all. You see? Because I take the real, I take the real path. The path is um and always been um. So that black shit and all that playing the game and back and forth with them, that keeps you distracted from the bigger picture. The bigger picture is um and, man. And like I said, I know to a lot of people, um and is not real. I just see the white man here now. See, he's for real, brother. So see, he can give you a job. He can take your money. He can take your life. He can put you in jail. He can do that. He can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So I can take my own life. I can put myself in jail. I can stay in this house all day, all night, and never come out. I can put myself in jail. I can kill myself. That's it? That's all you can do? Scare tactics to make you play the game? No, I'm not playing the game. Y'all follow what I'm saying? All the shit that they say they could do to you, you can do it yourself. That's, that's the incentive for playing the game? I don't need them to get money. I'm going to feed myself. I can stay in this house as a self-imposed exile and never come out. I can I can kill myself. You see, I look at that. I, I, anybody, I got the that's freedom. You see, that's freedom. Because anything that I'm afraid that anybody could do to me, I could do it to myself. That's freedom. Never thought about that. Now, could you? Now, did you? I could do all that myself. When Kanye West said, and I'm gonna say this on the cast tomorrow, I said when Kanye West said slavery was a choice, a lot of niggas got bent out of shape over that shit. Yeah, it was a choice. He was right. Madam, I told you that. I don't think like these people. I'm told you, I'm, 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 I'm hard, I'm hardwired a whole lot differently than than black people. Trust me. I don't play the game. He was right. Slavery was a choice because at any given time, them slaves could have. They got all, they all the plantation, all that stuff got. They could have marched right into them houses, into them plantation, and killed everybody in there and burnt down the plantation, or stayed and fought it out, or just kept it moving. Everybody could have all, because that's what white people would have did. You think they would have set up there and allowed people to enslave them, 200 of them on a damn plantation, and only three or four people in the house? You think white people wouldn't have went in that house and killed everybody and, and took everything and just whatever happened after that? See, that's freedom. When you take your life in your own hand, black people don't want to do that. Black people don't want to do that. See, they, they count on black people not being that way. Yeah, count on him not being that way. I, I know he said that four years ago, but I'm bringing it back up again. I'm bringing it back up again. You see? But black people didn't want to do that because, again, black people have been programmed to, to accept anything and live any kind of way. Black people have been programmed to do that and then get mad when they accept it. You get mad at white people for choosing to live that way. You chose to live that way. Can't no bunch of people keep you down if y'all all together. If y'all all together and y'all want to come up, can't nobody keep y'all down. Nobody. Y'all got to be like Mike Tyson said, and I agree with him on that. You got to want to be up more than, any, or than anybody wants you to be down. That's how you get up. That's how you keep going. That's how you um, persevere. That's how you prevail because you got to want to be up more than they want you down. Yeah, they want you down, but y'all, y'all want to be down. We don't, we don't already established that. You niggas want to be down. You want to do like the brother says, go and be, take, get white status. A lot of you niggas want to go get white status and want to play with them and they court system. Go, go play with yourself, man. Go play with yourself. 
You see, people who are willing to play these games and whatnot, like I said, this is why you get played. This is why Amin is not dealing with – the Amin race is not going to raise the majority of our people because you niggas still think the beast is God and, you want, and y'all still playing God games with him. Y'all still playing games. You see? You got to look at the things within. You got to look at things within. You got to look at people, places, and possessions within and take stock in what you got. See, that's the way you get to understand things. You see, black people don't pay attention. So, therefore, this is why they get what comes to them, comes to them, because they don't pay attention. Let me take a call, 702. Man, Zach, would you say that the uh, so-called blacks, when they had they, they had a military in South Africa, and the so-called black males, they joined it and turned against their own military? There you go. There you go. There, there you go. Yep. Because, like so, I said, like I said, nobody wants to be black. Nobody. They're going to go and join white people because white people, they run game. They got all kind of incentive to want to be white. So, like I said, black people will go against their own. They will point guns at their own kind and whatnot for the white man. That's why I said all that military stuff and things like that, that sounds good. But, like I said, at the end of the day, you're, the war is really with yourselves. Black people's wars really with themselves and the breaking that chain of blackness off of them. That's really the war right there. Clint, and another thing, you notice that most of the so-called black females, they join the so-called humans that's for they think they're going to have a better life. Yeah. Credit and other things. I know this lady left her five children to marry a white man, and she broke his hell today. He didn't give a shit. Ran off and just left. Good. (laughs) He had five kids with her? Five kids. No, she left the bronze man to go join a white man, a human. Yeah. And she had... All for nothing. Wait a minute. Who are are kids with by the black man or the white man? The bronze man. Oh, the bronze man? Oh, okay. Well, you know... If he had a, if he had a black if he had a black female that would do something like that, then obviously he must be black too, because no bronze man would be would a bronze man wouldn't be would be more wise enough. He got you got to make sure, and again bronze men, yeah, they got to be sure that you ain't got no don't have no black females because the black female, even even the black females, they they worship the image of the beast. They don't really want to be black. You're saying they worship the image of the beast, and black males don't really want to be black either. They they all worship the image of the beast. So, therefore, they're going to stay as black, and they're going to still play these games with white people because black and white are together. Clans, at one time before they brought this blackness on the planet, what a bronze man would have known that because at certain times when when the bronze man was picking these women, they just wouldn't pop up and leave like that. Would it be hard for you to know that? Well, again, when there's no law, when there's no order amongst the people. You see, when I asked the guy, you notice he didn't have no question for me. I said, what what game, what what part did the Jews play in in this whole system of white and black and whatnot? And he had no answer. He said, they don't play. I said, you know why? I meant to say, you know why? Because they make up their own law and their order, and they live by their law and order. And it is 
you know, that that is real to them. They they ready. And see, that's power within itself. When people stand together on something for real, for real, a good example of that was the old nation of Islam. The old nation of Islam, even though they had fought up there and everything, they was hated by many but respected, begrudgingly respected. They were, for the most part, left alone. They had their little scrap, scraps and things like that, but for the most part, they survived. And they, they lived through everything, because, and they still said the Honorable Elijah Muhammad stood up in this country and called the white man the devil, okay? And never changed after the day he died and calling the white man the devil and things like that. And he did very well for himself and became a powerful man in spite of that. You see, so what is that? Guy? And they respected him. And, for, and Father Divine. All these black, uh, so-called black men. And Father Divine was saying back then, I'm not no black man. He was saying it back then. I ain't no black man. You see, in the 1900s, he was saying that. And that man had white followers, and he had blonde people following him, and they was, he was saying he was God and everything. And he, he, you know, now imagine if all of our people had his mentality. He seemed strange to white man because... See, the programming didn't work on Father Divine. Plan. You see? One other quick That's thing. Right. See, when, the, when the programming don't work on our people, when the black program don't work on our people, and you got people out here who ain't playing no games and whatnot, see, that perplexes them, and they just got about their minutes to leave you alone because they don't know what to do with that. They didn't know what to do with Father Divine. You see, they just left him alone. Plan. And one other quick thing. The so-called black males, all they know to say is that I come from nothing. And that's the wrong word to say. If you bronze, you come from something. Well, under black programming, you come from nothing. That's the program from the white man. Did he not tell you you come from you black? You ain't did nothing. You ain't contributed nothing to America. Under his black characterization of you, that's right. Observation. Once niggas wake, wake up and realize um, I'm not black and this is a program, this is the matrix. Then you start to find out about who you are as a copper-colored American, that you're the real Americans, that this is your land, that you, they use you to build up your, you to build up your land for them to have, and they're just trying to replace you. See, then everything starts falling in place. But see, as long as you're listening to them, you're going to be black. You're going to come from nothing. You don't know nothing because that's what being black means. You, ain't, you don't know shit. you just going with what the white man say. And if he offers to let you be white, you know what I'm saying, on paper or whatever, niggas is happy about that. They, they just playing the game with you. Claire, and one other thing, if these so-called black males and females, if they could snap their fingers and turn to a human, they would. 99% of, of them would. Of course they would. Of course. You see, now, that probably blew the brother's mind. I said, if I had a chance to get white status, I don't want that neither. I don't want that. I mean that. They like, yeah, you could, yeah, you could be white, but I don't want it. I don't want to align myself with y'all at all, or black people. Class. I align myself with army. That's it. One other quick thing, like you was talking about Kanye West. The bronze mm-hmm. people don't need Kanye West because Kanye West don't want to be bronze. He might say some things. Bronze people can put their our stuff together and build our own. We don't need them other people. Yeah, yeah. Kanye West showed you he that he who we who, who, who that he don't want to be a so called black man. Look who he laid with and put babies in. That tell you everything. Class. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Lindsay, I knew that. 
the uh, so let me go ahead and answer these questions before we get out of here. What is the real reason why pro blacks don't leave don't want to leave blackness behind? Because that's all they know, and they'd rather be at the bottom of the barrel than not be in the barrel at all. Black people would rather be at the bottom. They'd rather have white people look at them as the scum of the earth. Any way they can work, because white people basically let you know, look, the only way you can be around me is if you're black. If you're if you're if you're a black coon. If you're smiling, if you're laughing at my jokes, if you're wanting to put yourself down and put me above you, that's the only way you can be around me. See, the minute you don't want to play that game, they know that they don't want to be around you. You ever notice that certain black people that white people want to be around, there's certain ones they don't want to be around. They just like they 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 just feel it aura and energy on you. They don't they don't play with you. You don't play with them. They keep it moving and whatnot because they know you're not those black people. He's not one of them. He's he's it's something he's he's something different about him. They know they know, and they and they and they keep that moving. They keep it moving. You see, they know they know they know they know a nigga that want to be down. They want to play the game, and they play with you as a black person. They play with black people. You see, they like playing with black people because black people is what they created. That term that 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 stereotype of you and all that other stuff. You rather play the game. No, we ain't doing that. All right. Uh, what does blackness mean to them? Blackness means everything to them because it, they see. And then let me tell you something. Black people don't really want to be black. They don't like the like like the Enru just said. They don't really want to be black. If tomorrow they could all, all pro black people like your man Dick Gregory said. He said, "I'm you know I'm super black. I'm pro black. You know I'm super black. But I, if I die and come back, I want to be white." He said that because that's how all black people feel. All black people feel that it's a privilege to be white. They feel it's a privilege to look like these people, to look like a bunch of washed-out, recessive people, or to get that status or align yourself with them. That's sick. The almond, looked at, the almond would look at all people like, y'all, y'all niggas are sick. You want to be like them? You want to align yourself with them? You see, with, the, uh, with our animals, you niggas think, yeah. Yeah, the black woman to get the blonde wig and the, whatever the tracks all sold in her hair, like Mary J. Blige. Y'all don't look at her like she bugged out. I don't. I still don't get why niggas don't look at Mary J. Blige like she bugged out. How can you listen to anything she say? She looking all every every bit of ridiculous. As Wendy Williams, they look all the nigga women look ridiculous trying to look like a bunch of black Caucasians. All right? Can pro blackness free our people? Hell no. Keep our people right in bondage. Like I told you, anybody pushing this pro-black thing, anybody still talking about the black man and black this and black that, in 2022, side-eye him, side-eye him. Because they want to keep all that going. They want to keep that interaction with the beast going. Oh, they do. All right? Why must blackness um, um, end so that our people can finally wake up and see the light or see the bright? See, see, the, the, the blackness has been the tunnel. See, through the blackness, you see, this is why groups like Black Lives Matter could come and just these caught, which is a bunch of led by a bunch of Caucasian LGBT people that use black LGBT people as as porch monkeys to run this little scam and this hustle to get money off of black because they know because they know black is just to be played with. Black is just anything. Black is just anybody to play with. Black people, black this anything, Pan African, anything you niggas associate with is up for games and to be played with. That's why they do that. They know ain't nobody standing up for no black nothing because most of you pro-black niggas want to be white anyway. You want to be white. Donald Glover, hell, he pro-black. Look who we married to. 
He got a straight up cave woman. He talk all that black shit in his Atlanta show, and then he turn around and dress like a sodomite for these for these Caucasians and whatnot, and play bitch boy for them. You see, for his Caucasian Zionist boss, so he could get another damn a production deal and make some more bullshit content that's just all over the damn place, some old scatterbrain shit. Donald Glover. That's a pro-black nigga right there. But they, all these pro-black niggas deep down love white women. They love white women. They love Caucasian males and females. They love anything, you know, if they get to be, get to be black, why won't be white? Right? Color really represents. It represents elemental power. It represents who we are. You see, the pro-blacks, they don't get that. What does that mean to them? That means independence to them. Oh, niggas don't, blacks don't want to be on their own. They don't want to be on their own. Don't be fooled by them. They don't want to be on their own. They don't want to be separate from the white man. They don't want to be disconnected from the black and white relationship. They don't want to break up the black and white relationship. Black people definitely don't. What does this mean to the future of our people? Knowledge, power, power, and knowledge. Breaking that program, breaking that spell. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual leader, Minkare. This has been Mental Ec Radio. I'll see you guys back in the morning night at 10. Subscribe to Mental Ec Patreon. Uh, subscribe to High and Mighty Talks with new to Minkare. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.